Hello, and welcome to More Than Rubies, recognizing your worth and value through God's eyes. This is your host, Rebecca R. Scott. And welcome back to another episode of More Than Rubies. So I must preface this episode by saying that this will not be the only episode where we talk about the subject. I know there is so much to cover. And honestly, there are so many different situations this applies to. So there will be more episodes about this to come. But for today, getting right into it, I want to talk about something I think is probably one of the most important things that we can learn. I think it's something that we're learning throughout our journey of life. Sometimes it's easier than others. Um, But regardless of the situation or the circumstance that you're in, we all have to face this at some point in our lives. And that is learning how to forgive when you get no apology from that other person. Oh yes, we're going there today. And this subject for me personally has been a major struggle (laughs) regarding specific people in my life. And I'm sure many of you can also relate to this. It is so hard to forgive someone who has hurt you or wronged you in some way. And it's even harder to forgive someone that has hurt you that was close to you. When you are at this point, you should realize that it no longer matters what this person did. You can dwell on that for years and years and years to come, but at the end of the day, you know they have done something that needs to be forgiven, regardless of what it was. Now, I know, again, this is not easy in any way that you want to look at it, and some have done worse to you than others, but all of these people, they're all in the same boat. They need to be forgiven. And I will tell you, this part is so much more for you than it is for them, And many times we tend to think that once we forgive someone that they are let off the hook or that they are getting away with what they have done. But this is quite the contrary. We cannot under any circumstances force someone to be sorry for what they have done. We cannot control whether or not they believe they have done anything wrong. Many times In a situation where you haven't received a sincere apology from that other person, it's because they really do not see what they have done wrong or how they've wronged you. They're in denial themselves or they know they've wronged you and just don't care. And we must also note the difference between saying sorry and getting a true, sincere apology. Now, this is very important. This is a very, very important thing to to recognize because we use the phrase, I'm sorry, for just about anything these days. But when someone tells you that they're sorry and then turns around and does the same thing again and again and again, newsflash, they're not sorry, at least not for their wrongdoings. 
And guys, this applies to us too. I mean, we are all guilty of doing this in some way or another. But back to my point, we can reason that this person is not being genuine and is only telling you sorry to pacify you or because they keep getting caught. But when someone is genuinely sorry or remorseful, they accept all responsibility for their actions. They do not deflect. They do not turn the tables. They do not deny. They accept it for what it is and they do not do it again. Okay, guys, did you hear me out there? They do not do it again. This is really a twofold lesson because not only is this going to help you recognize whether or not you're getting sincere apologies from someone else, but to also help us become more honest with our own apologies that we give to other people, our apologies that we give to God and ourselves. We have to be honest about if we are truly remorseful for things that we have done. That is something that is so important and that is only going to help you grow in your life. But the reason that I wanted to mention this part is so we can identify if someone has really given you a real apology or not. But like I mentioned at the very beginning of all of this, we still have to forgive them regardless. So how do we forgive someone that hasn't given us a reason to? Well, the fact of the matter is when someone does you wrong, that right there is the reason to forgive. If they never did you wrong, you wouldn't have to forgive them in the first place. Now, trust me when I say this. I know it sounds easier than it is because I'm walking through it. I've walked through it. I'm going to walk through it in the future. It's part of our life that we deal with. It's part of facing living with other human beings. (laughs) I mean, and I understand how hard it can be. You were hurt. That person really did a number on you. And now you have to forgive them. But as I said earlier, this is more for you than them. And you've heard that saying, and I know you've seen that meme on social media that says, holding on to unforgiveness is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. Well, it is true. Because when we walk through our lives with unforgiveness in our hearts and minds, we cannot help but to generate negative thoughts constantly when it concerns that person. It starts off with, Just hearing their name, that angers us. And then it turns into maybe a song or a movie or a place that reminds us of them. And it creates this anger inside of us. And we get angry and we don't even realize that we're getting angry. And we start taking that out on everything and everyone around us. All of the close people that are there in our circle, we start taking it out on them and not even the actual person who hurt us anymore. Bitterness defiles many, according to Hebrews in the Bible. And it really, truly does. Just watch how your little rain cloud you've been sitting under as you dwell on the thoughts of how this person's hurt you starts to grow every day. And it begins to rain more and it starts turning into a thunderstorm. And pretty soon that rain cloud starts to rain on the people around you. 
And it's not their fault this other person hurt you, but we complain to our friends and family members. And I understand there's that need to vent, and I understand that there's that place, but sometimes we go a little bit above that. Sometimes we we start wanting them to think negative as well. Sometimes we want to bring them down when we see them in their happiness because we don't want to be alone in our own bitterness, or we don't want to see them happy because we don't want to feel like we're the only ones that are hurting. After all, misery loves company. But the moral of the story is, at the end of the day, no matter how much you dwell on what that other person has done and how they've hurt you, you cannot change that person. You cannot force them to do the right thing. What are you going to do? Think and obsess about them every single day and wish they would try to be a decent person or that they would get their just desserts or are you going to let them go? If you answered, let them go, then tell me how you're going to do it. But before you tell me, hold that thought, because I want to address something else and give you a little food for thought. And this speaks to the person who is afraid of letting go because they think that the other person will be, quote unquote, let off the hook. Well, yes, you are right. You are letting them off the hook. Your hook. Once they are off your hook, trust me when I say, God will hook them. And do not for one second think that God is going to allow that person to continue hurting people with no repercussions. As he wants them to find their way to him and leave old habits behind, he will still hold them accountable. It could be immediately or it could be later in life if they don't change. But you have to understand because as this applies to them, it applies to us as well. Sowing bad seeds will produce a bad harvest. In fact, it may not produce anything at all, which is just as bad because This just means they stay stuck in a place in their life where they never grow or move forward and will continue to have failed relationships or outcomes in their life. You need to trust God on this one, that he has this handled. He knows if someone will change or if they won't. He can see everything that we cannot. He sees all the deeds they do and what we do in the dark. And there is no behind closed doors when it comes to God. He sees it all. So it is not our place to make someone do something. He knows where they're going to be in the future. He knows where you're going to be in the future. Have you ever seen someone that you used to date and you see him years later And ask yourself, what in the heck were you ever thinking? I know we've all had this moment. We were like, wow, I honestly cannot believe that I was that caught up with someone like that. Or, you know, and it could be something as simple as maybe they didn't age as well as you thought that they were going to. Or they put on a few pounds or, you know, they don't look happy You know, or maybe it's about a friend or a job or a family member, you know, you haven't seen in so long. But have you ever noticed that some of these people 
are exactly right where they were when you left them. Now, I know that you guys have heard people say this, you know, the best revenge is to move on and be happy. <laughs> but you cannot think like this either. This is wrong, okay? Because your motivation should never be revenge. You should move on and be happy and hopefully gain an abundance of joy and success in your life because it's your life. You should want the best for your life, not the best for your life only to spite someone else or to make them see how much better off you are without them. Because once more, you are making it about them. And maybe if they see me this way, they will say sorry. Or maybe they will feel bad for how they've treated me. If you are doing this, stop. Stop, stop, stop. You have to stop seeking their approval. And yes, this is a form of seeking their attention and their approval. When you forgive someone, truly, sincerely forgive someone, you accept what they have done to you as a wrongdoing. You accept that they fooled you, humiliated you, betrayed you, stole from you, cheated on you, or all of the above. In your heart, you say, regardless of how you've hurt me, I release you from my anger. I pardon you and will no longer hold on to these negative thoughts and feelings that I have had towards you. It does not mean I forget what you have done because our actions are, they become our record. But I will give you back to God. I was forgiven and I must forgive. This doesn't mean that I will accept you back into my life. This doesn't mean that your behavior is excused or exonerated, but it means that I can move forward and move forward with a clean slate in my life. I can move on with my life and no longer punish myself with the thoughts of how you have hurt me. I can give myself a chance to start over again and leave you in my past. This means that I can now have a full life without the threat of bitterness causing me to stumble and fail. It means that I can truly be set free so I, continue, so I can continue to fulfill the purpose that God has for my life. It means that I can release you so I can release peace back into my life. The day you choose to forgive is the day that you gain ultimate freedom. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of More Than Rubies. Just so you know, you can send me comments and message me about your own journey or even episodes you want to hear on the More Than Rubies Facebook page. If you are interested in supporting this podcast, please visit RebeccaRscottMusic.com backslash more than rubies. Again, that's RebeccaRscottMusic.com 
backslash more than rubies. Or you can visit the link in the episode description box.